It's Thursday, and you know what that means. Welcome to Max Wrestling episode 341. This is your captain speaking at my side, metaphorically, is here for a front a front row seat for his wife's Max Wrestling debut is the current reigning promo champion, Travis Walker Anderson. How's it going? It feels good to be back. It's always, it's always good to be back. I mean, it's my wife's debut match. Debut in Max Wrestling, and you know I can't miss that. Yeah, we got to get you a skybox and everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Moses will be gotta joining be, us momentarily. Got to be front row to like Stephen Amell and oh, Dynamite yeah. last night. <laughs> VIP seats. Exactly. There's cheeseburgers and white claws in the back. Hey, that's all you need. <laughs> uh, Moses will be joining us soon. He's, uh, of course, working on his promo this week. Uh, it's doubles week once again in the promo bowl. Moses will be taking on the money maker, Mr. Iron Bank, Chris Durham, and the Demoness versus the Iris, Amber Anderson. Um, we're also going to be predicting not-so-extreme rules, which we obviously, as you can tell, can't wait for. Um, <laughs> there is also a huge... WWE, so you know how I am. Yeah. Um, I watched half of SmackDown this week. That's that's I haven't even watched NXT. Well yeah, what what they call NXT two NXT two point oh. Yeah, two point Gotta have that two point Like I said last week there was nothing that made me want to watch this week and I didn't. Um but luckily we have a pay per view to predict and a huge night in AEW. Speaking of huge, there is a huge announcement this week. I was gonna kick off the show so you people don't have to wait but uh, I'm going to wait till Moses arrives, so... Ah, <laughs> damn it, Moses. If you haven't already, click that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube, and if you're not, go to youtube.com slash maxwrestling, and then click subscribe. Also, a big thank you to everybody on SoundCloud. Um, we really don't mention SoundCloud as often as we should because the views are pretty good. Make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, too. It's the big orange button. Uh, so... There is one announcement I can make right now, which is the results from last week's two promo bouts, uh, which were given a whole week to vote for because uh, there was a little bit of a delay on the voting. And, of course, there was two matches. Um, I mean, there's two matches this week, but we're going to have to cut it to some short voting because, of course, we need to find out who's going to get the second chance in two weeks. But first up, uh, Daniel Crimmins went one-on-one -on -one with Ted P. De Niro. There was a little bit of a delay on this one, but I mean, it was also short notice because originally DC was supposed to face the Kingpin in his return to promo competition. But nonetheless, Teddy P stepped up. Um, and <laughs> I think we need a new t-shirt from Teddy P, which Dan is bland. <laughs> That's definitely Teddy's new catchphrase. Uh, I don't know what it is, about Teddy, but he's just a catchphrase machine. Yes. <laughs> he's got the flatbread. He's got his other ones that we've known for years, you know, and then and the new ones are flatbread. Teddy's yeah. always right. Now, Dan is <laughs> bland. <is> bland. <laughs> that was like 60% of his promo. Dan, you're bland. 
Um, but the winner of this one will be facing Ryan Sutcliffe in the finals. And the winner is, with 65% of the vote, it's a big win for Daniel Crimmins. Oh. Very nice. Very nice for DC. Uh, so we're going to get Ryan Sutcliffe versus DC. Um, okay, what's the dates? It's October. I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, October 21st. There it is. Okay. Match number two last week was Chris Maldonado versus the Phoenix. Chris Maldonado is somebody you can always rely on for a promo tournament. Um, But, I mean, I think you said Phoenix stepped up and fired some shots. Oh, he did, man. Like, I, I, I like this new side of Phoenix. Yeah. This is the, this is the Phoenix I have been waiting for. Who who would have thought the Phoenix had a mean streak? Yeah, I know. I love it. <laughs> um, the winner of this one will be facing the winner of one of tonight's matches between Chris Durham and Moses Marquez. Uh, that match will take place on October 28th, and the winner is, with 79% of the vote, the Phoenix. Damn. Congratulations, Phoenix. Look, going straight for reclaiming his promo championship <laughs> uh, he can try silence <laughs> he can try um all right so i mean okay now here's the thing i'm not even going to pretend that i'm going to go into this match with a good chance i mean Half the time, the matches are, you know, one-on-one. And even then, like, your chances of winning are going to be slim to none. And these matches and the competitors that we have are just top-notch. So now I have to defend it against not just one, but three of the absolute best that we have. So, yeah, I'm. it's going to be tough, but, you know, as always... I'll still be confident. Yeah, it is very, very different this time around. We had one, two, three, four. Yeah, three. Three first-time competitors in this year's tournament. Uh, and against... I, got, I got pretty excited because I was like, hey, there, there was a chance that I could have defended my title against my best friend, Moses Marquez, yeah. My wife, the Iris, <laughs> and my own goddamn lawyer. So that was going to be fun as hell, but as we already know, Chad's already out. But hey, they're still hoping that second chance. Yeah, second chance vote comes next week. On the front row, and she just like got in their face. It was funny. Oh, I can believe it. <laughs> it was a great night to be a heel. Yeah. <laughs> New York is rowdy. Um, so obviously a great night for MJF. Um, I I really didn't know what to think of this uh, feud with Brian Pillman Jr. when it first began, because obviously it's kind of a breather from all the spotlight MJF's been getting with like Jericho and um, previously with John Moxley. So it's nice for him to kind of take a step back for a little bit. Yeah, and she has the spotlight with Brian Pillman. I love how you know. We don't get stuck with, you know, rematch after rematch after rematch for 
months and months and months and they're not afraid to jump straight into the next feud after a pay-per-view no uh and, and i greatly appreciate that it's a nice breath yeah. of fresh air yeah. um i mean they've been killing it on social media they killed it in the promos um a foregone conclusion mjf was going to win but decent showing from brian pillman and it puts a lot of spotlight on him yeah, it was still a good match. It was, yeah. it was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, so this is where I'm up to actually watching the show. Um, I'm about halfway through Malachi and Cody's match, which so far is going great. It's It was really good. I, I was expecting um, more. I figured that would have been when uh, even a man was going to get gonna interfere because he was in the same spot as a uh well, I, I don't know her name but Rosario. I thought uh Stephen Amell was gonna get involved or something uh but instead it was just a bunch of awkward spots with Arn Anderson. Uh that there there's a terrible, terrible spot where uh Arn Anderson is up on the canvas and then he actually falls he slips and falls off the the canvas onto yeah. the outside but then yet they still are committed to the bit so he gets back up on the ring back on the canvas and then cody hits him off yeah I'm like Poor guy. and uh, <laughs> what what was this about cody rhodes never putting people over Oh, I'm tired of hearing it. <laughs> I'm so tired of hearing that. Malachi's gone over twice now. Uh, I uh, think I think Moses and I discussed it last week, though, and we said like we expected Cody to get the win back, but just protect the uh, the kick, the black mass kick, or whatever the hell he calls it now. Um, but no need. Another another win for Malachi. Sorry, coffee just got here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's another surprising win for well for Malachi. Yeah, I mean, I I was honestly shocked that he was going to get the win. I'm glad that he did. Um, the fans turned on Cody so hard this week. I mean, it's kind of been building up to it, but I feel like this was like the worst one. Yeah, I think maybe they were it's in the same. In, I, I think it's he's just not in Rhodes country anymore. Yeah, that, well, I mean, they were also probably just in the same mindset that we were, like, uh, Cody's probably going to win. Yeah, that's a good possibility, too. But he didn't. So no. So let's see what happens next time. He, comes he put up. he put somebody Brandy, over again. Brandy showing up was a good surprise. Yeah, and I, I love to get in the ring. She, when she got in that ring and looked, crossed her legs, sat down in front of Malachi and said, fuck you, I died. Yeah, that was also the second F-bomb of the night. Um, we forgot to mention, Brian Donaldson is trying to get the fans to do the old, he's, you're going to get your uh, fucking head kicked in chant, but nobody's uh, reacting to it. They just don't know it. They just no. want to chant yes and no. <laughs> People, you need to YouTube the ROH clip. Uh, you're going to get your fucking head kicked in. Because it's such a great chant. 
Oh man, I'm I'm gonna when it finally starts, it's gonna be great and it's gonna be loud. It's just he's gonna have to, you know, try to say it a little bit more on TV, I think. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll, obviously, as we've just seen from last night, AEW are not afraid to drop f bombs. I'm I'm fine with it. <laughs> Lord knows I'm fine with it. <laughs> um, so obviously, I haven't seen the last two matches, but uh, from what I hear, FTR did a great job um, making Sting look great. Oh, um, I mean, not that he needs so much help. I mean, he is still pretty good for his age. It wasn't even just for Sting. It was Darby, too. FTR carried the living hell out of this match. And in my personal opinion, it shows they show why they are one of the top tag teams in the world today. It just the the extent that they went was just amazing. And they were just all over the place. Darby and Sting. Uh, Sting barely moved half the time, but FTR, they were all over the place. It, it was really good. It was real entertaining. I liked it. Again, if you need uh, tag team workers, FTR. Um, so for the main events, uh, I, I it, it was a really tough call to make between Britt and Ruby because like we said last week, it's Way too soon for Britt Baker to lose the title, but Ruby came in with so much momentum. Um, I'll probably see how good she still looks after watching the match, but I don't think she's going to lose that much momentum just from losing to Britt Baker. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. If anything, I think it's been all over the internet all day yesterday about this new, uh, a women's title. Yeah. And uh, from the looks of it, it's going to be a, another singles title. It's going to be the equivalent to the TNT title. Yeah. TNT for the men, but there, it's going to be like a TBS for the women. <laughs> so I, I got, I, got the same ring to it. it it's going to look so bad if they just put a giant TBS on the title. I, I can be okay with the TNT. It took me a while to be completely okay with it, but TBS, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully it's just literally a TNT women's title. Either way, Ruby Soho is not out of the title picture yet. If, no. if we get a, a rematch soon, I'm not going to be mad about it. I would love to see these two girls go back at it. Oh, absolutely. Especially, you know, I was... I'm, well, I still am because, like I said, I haven't seen it yet. I'm still amped up for this match, especially after the promo. Uh, Mike drop a fun from Rampage last week between the two of them. I yeah, mean, I saw geez. that you loved the hell out of that. I mean, oh, that was such a cool segment. Oh, it was great. Like, they were just ping, ping, ping. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just like my favorite reaction was when Ruby mentioned Britt sleeping with a guy in the back, Adam Cole, and Britt just, <laughs> he tried so hard not to smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just like, got, uh, yeah, so? I got to give them so much credit, just wrestlers in general. It's so hard, you know, to just 
jump in front of a camera alone, you know, and cut these promos on somebody. But to do it face to face, and then you have to sit there and listen to what they're going to say to you in front of like thousands and thousands of people. But yeah, they don't break character. Man, that's tough. And you're it's pretty so much tough. in a roasting session with what is probably a really good friend and just trying uh, to laugh. Yeah, I mean, uh, like Ruby said uh, a week or so ago, uh, she was the one that helped break, break in to the business. Mm-hmm. So their their friendship, their partnership goes back a long time. Yeah. And, and I, I think that's why the chemistry is so well in the ring as well. Uh, they're not too afraid to you know, go there and go to the women. No. Um, and then finally, of course, uh, CM Punk's promo was great. Um, I just love how he owns the fact that, yes, he's always happy and pandering to the crowd, and um, it's not going to change until somebody pisses him off. I, I cannot tell you how much I appreciated this. I have been wanting him to stop the feel. That That's what it made me feel like. You know, it was just him. It, he's not CM Punk yet to me. It's just a guy that's just bagged, that's doing all these interviews, talking about the past. I don't want to hear about the past anymore. I want to hear about the damn future. I want <laughs> to see what character work you're going to put into this. That's where I needed to be. And by God, we got it last night. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the shades of CM Punk are starting to come out. Oh. The, one of the greatest things about CM Punk, obviously he's a great mic worker, but he has this undeniable ability to turn a phrase. And like the he ended his promo last night with just this great line of like you're sleeping on the legend of CM Punk. It's not my job to wake you up. It's my job to tuck your ass in. Oh, I loved it. And Friday night, Powerhouse Hobbs, get ready to go to sleep. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Rampage was taped after dynamite last night so the results are out there and i am avoiding them like the plague i don't want to know nothing (laughs) i accidentally saw like one thing but i'm like screw that uh it's a shame because i mean it's in the graveyard slot still and that it's even longer this week so you'd kind of want to keep those results secret as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, I know it's late for you. Oh, it's... Over in the UK, it's like... It's going to be like 3 to 5. Yeah, 3 to 5 a.m., I'm like, damn. I mean, it's even late for me. It doesn't (laughs) go off until midnight. I'm like, no. Yeah, I think Rampage is going to have to wait till Saturday morning for me. Yeah, like literally morning, like when the sun is up and everything. I, I honestly, I don't watch Rampage live. It, it's just late, and I'm like, I'm done for the day. I'm I'm ready to go to bed. So, ten o'clock. I'm like, nah, I'll just save it for the weekend and watch it with the kid. 
Yeah, it, it's great that they've got a second show and then it's only one hour, but it's just that time slot sucks. And the problem is they can't go any earlier because then, of course, they're going head-to-head with SmackDown. Um, I don't think they want to go on Thursday because they don't want to go head-to-head with Impact because, let's face it, Impact need the viewers. Um, I mean, we had this thing with the Impact Plus special this past weekend where, obviously, it was taped and the results were already out there. Yeah. Um, which kind of screwed up the predictions title a little bit, but most of us avoided them before we knew it was even pre-taped. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I honestly, I haven't been following Impact for a while. Um, it's, it's just too much trying to watch it on my phone and all the other stuff, using other things. But just if we're going to talk about the predictions... Let me just say, if we're if we're doing predictions and it if it just so happens to be pre-taped and we don't know it, don't post the damn results on our predictions post. What the hell? Okay, I digress. <laughs> I mean, we do kind of need to know if it's pre-taped, and we didn't know because I, I genuinely thought it was going to be live. I had no I idea it was pre-taped. I mean, nobody, basically nobody did. And that's why everybody's like, okay, and we were getting predictions in. But, and I went on, that's why I was on that in the comments there, was I was about to write my predictions and submit it. And then I see that it's pre-taped and two of the matches got spoiled. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm not doing it. <laughs> no point now. <laughs> the fun's been taken away from me. I'm more surprised that Moses and I won. We didn't see any spoilers. <laughs> well, I'm just surprised, Moses. <laughs> Moses, Moses, ten times he's uh, broke the record for pro- for predictions championships. Yes. Moses is now at the level of the predictions title where Triple H was in 2003. When he won the world title for like the 10th time? I think Moses is definitely the R-Truth of match wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> Ooh, how long did it take Truth to win the 24-7 title 10 times? <laughs> a week? Let's take a look. Right. 24-7 championship. Is, does it even, is it even still a thing? Oh yeah, yeah. it's still held by Reggie. Well, I mean, Jeff Hardy was just going after it a couple weeks ago. Oh, jeez, I can't wait for him to get the fuck out of there. Uh, uh, there there's talks about him bringing Willow to the WWE. Yeah. I'm like, no, save it for AEW, please. For me. Okay, it for took me. Truth two months to win a 24-7 title ten times. Okay, so Moses is be- uh, basically, uh, yeah, that's fair. I'll say that's fair. <laughs> Two months and two days. That's shocking. Right. <laughs> right, he's uh, still running a little bit late, so uh, there was a name, a very famous name, uh, that kind of got tarnished this past week in wrestling. Like I just, I think I got in from work one night and just saw like a whole of wrestling internet blowing up. Over Dark Side of the Ring. Um, Ooh, here we damn. go. 
I haven't actually watched the episode yet, but I, know, I, I mean, I've heard about the plane ride from hell before. Um, I've seen Tommy Dreamer's comments, and obviously he's been suspended indefinitely from Impact. Yeah. Um, man, what what a shitty situation. I mean, it's a shitty situation for seriously every single person involved on that plane. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there there are no winners. Regardless what Kurt Henning would have said, there are no winners on that flight. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody lost that day. And apparently 20 years later, we're still losing. Yeah. It, it, uh, it really was plain ride from hell. Like, when I've heard about it before, I just assumed, okay, it was just everybody got drunk and there was almost a fight, but it's obviously a lot darker than we thought. Yeah, the only thing I ever knew about the plane ride from hell was uh, Brock Lesnar and Kurt Henning getting into the altercation 35,000 feet up. You know, that's about it. Yeah. That's all I ever knew. Kurt Angle who broke him up? Um, I think it was pretty much like a group effort, really. I can't... Who was the... I don't remember. This is why we need Moses. Yeah, Moses <laughs> watches everything apart from oh, yeah. Raw and Smith. Oh, he he loves Dark Side of the Ring. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I honestly, religiously, I'm I'm probably gonna remain sitting on the fence because I can't really, you know, it, it's a really delicate situation but i'll probably get a better idea of it once i actually watch the episode and see what everybody had to say yeah i mean there's just so much that goes into it when you i mean there's there's more than just the fight and there's more than just rick flair there there was a whole bunch of crazy shit that was going on well basically I think there was about four other people that were, you know, sh- showing themselves, revealing themselves. Uh, uh, mm. Like, it, it was just a way out of control party on a plane. And uh, it's crazy. It's all crazy. Yeah. And it's not an excuse, but, I mean, times were different then, and they did do stuff like this. Yeah. I mean, I'm. We can't. I'm not gonna sit here and defend anybody's actions. No. Like, I've been on a plane before. I was scared to stand up. I stayed seated the entire time, so I ain't <laughs> gonna do crazy ass shit. Yeah. So, but I don't know. It, it's fucking crazy. I mean, I I can't say what happened, and I can't say what did not happen. I know what this person said, and this person, and this person said. You got yeah. Rob Van Dam. If we're gonna talk Rick Flair, you got Rob Van Dam that was just bashing the living hell out of Rick Flair. Then you got Tommy Dreamer that was defending the living hell out of Rick Flair. But then you got Jr. like right in the middle, like saying, "I don't know," saying what we're saying was, "I didn't see it. I can't comment on." It. But this, these are the rumors. This is what I heard happen. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, and that's the thing with Dark Side. It's all what people say. It's their version of events. 
and not just that, but we you do have to put it in consideration that it is a TV show where this kind of reaction is kind of what they're shooting for, you know, yeah. because that's how you get the ratings and that's how you continue the show. It, it so, wouldn't be called Dark Side of the Ring if it didn't shock people. Exactly. Uh, I think I'm more baffled how um, people are getting canceled over mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. I mean, I know that there was like a some sort of lawsuit over the Ric Flair incident. I mean, and uh, there was a settlement reached. Yeah, and I was going to say that's like one thing I agree with that Tommy Dreamer said that she shouldn't have taken the settlements. Right. Um, I don't think that he should be getting canceled 20 years later if the situation was taken care of then. Like, both parties have been happy for 20 years, to my knowledge, up until this show is being made. Um Rick Flair's going all over the place, you know. He's won titles and championships after that. Uh, his con- career just continued. She went on and did. I, I mean, I don't know nothing about her, so I can't really say what what all she's been through and what she's doing. Mm. But I do know if she did not press charges and she accepted the. Uh, settlement then how can we cancel him I, it don't make sense to me i mean i could be wrong i don't know it, it, it's confusing it, it's a very touchy subject yeah and uh, it seems to happen a lot this generation i mean hell we got johnny depp coming out now saying uh cancel cancel for culture so I mean, there, there's no telling. Well, I mean, definitely redeemed Johnny Depp. I mean, hell, I, it, it kind of has me worried about future episodes of uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Like, if, are, who are they going to cover next? Is it going to be, like, is somebody else's career going to be ruined? I mean, uh, I mean, if, if they... If they deserve their career to be ruined, that's on them. But I'm just saying, like, do we need yeah. to drag up the past? Your career it's... needs to be ruined. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, LFA. It's morning, it, morning, it, morning. My my goddamn perfectionist self would not get away from the editing. That's my bad. <laughs> um, it's different with past episodes when they've covered things like Eddie and Benoit and Owen and um, Macho Man oh, and Bruiser Brody because. Those, I mean, this is stories about those wrestlers that have died. There's no real yeah. re- repercussions from talking about that. Exactly. Um, I mean, they they had that one uh, dark side about. Um, yeah, Jimmy Snooker. Right before he well, died. Yeah. Mm. His yeah. crazy ass. <laughs> but, Did you ever think Jimmy I mean, was that crazy? Jimmy, uh, I kind of had an idea. <laughs> I guess you got a point. <laughs> well, I don't know, Trav. I haven't heard your take on this whole thing. So, I, unfortunately, for the, those who have just heard it, I got to hear you. What? So, <laughs> what is your take? 
real fast. On oh, oh, all of this? On the plane ride this from one hell. With the plane ride from hell? Absolutely. Uh, okay, so this is what I'm going to do, and this is what I'm going to tell you. Uh, we just call my lawyer. Some of it. <laughs> we, we, yeah, I'm going to call my lawyer just in case I said something <laughs> fucked up and I get canceled. Uh, <laughs> on standby, he is. That, that was terrible, I know. But uh, no, we just covered the entire uh, episode, so you can That's watch. What it I said. Tell me what you feel in a nutshell, hamburger. It's fucking bonkers. There's no real way to pass judgment when it's everybody's different version of events. Yeah, that's I mean, true. I, I was, feel like I, I feel like I can. I mean, Tommy Dreamer. Uh, Tommy Dreamer has pretty much always been such an amazing person. He, he's, I mean, at least from what I know. Hey, all I know is that guy is loyal to a motherfucking T, boy. I tell you I mean, what, you do too. some shit, he going he going down with you. That too, but also I know I have seen times where Tommy Dreamer, you know, if somebody's in the wrong, he ain't afraid to say something about it. Tell them something about their life, huh? Okay. So I don't know if it's a loyalty thing or just hit a honesty thing for him. Um, um, if I don't know if Rob Van Dam is just smoking too much and forgot oh, get the fuck out. Remember, I know, I know. I'm just saying, you know, uh, it, it's one of those things you don't know what happened unless you were there. And yeah. but at the same time, you know, when it comes to Ric Flair getting canceled and pulled from all the WWE. Uh, videos and just getting sponged off. Uh, is it really worth it after this took place almost 20 years ago? Um, she did collect a settlement. So if she didn't press charges, then did it really actually happen? I, we, we can't really speak on it. I mean, that's not really for... I mean, we can express all... We want to express, but it doesn't. It's not really the truth. You're you're hundred on that one. I mean, God, I was like the same way. I was like, dude, look. I mean, you know, what what did fucking uh, Kyoto say? He's all fuck. You give the boys an hour, they can get hammered in an hour, and it's like, right. yeah, that's that's pretty <laughs> true. Yeah, but my I mean, my whole it, thing is is like, Rick's been like this since call it eighty six. You're going to fucking tell me that from 1986 to 02, this hasn't happened to somebody else? And even if it has, how many of them took it the wrong way? I understand, like, you know, he's drunk, he's kind of cornering you. I understand the whole bit. But I'm kind of with Tommy on the thing where it's like, the dude's doing a gag, and he is a ladies' man. He, he does, like, attention. Was it way over the top? Oh, yeah, bet your ass. Like, you know, you're a fucking... You know, you're kind of a dickhead for that one there, Rick, you know, and, and I feel, you know, because it's my guy, but it's like, dude, you're a little out of line for that. But I'm also, like I said, I, that's why I'm saying I'm with Tommy, because it's like, if you really felt it was that bad, homegirl went out of her way to do her, her own lawsuit, but you didn't because you were afraid of ridicule from your own husband who told you to just take the settlement. So what's the, I get it. 
I understand it because it's something I've never lived before, so I can't imagine fully like how bad the trauma really is. But that's kind of where he's right, where Tommy's right. It's like, if you felt this was such a big deal, why didn't you go to the fullest extent of the law? Well, here's another thing about it is there is one thing that literally everyone can agree that happened. He did do the helicopter. <laughs> That's some talent right there, boy. That's some I talent. Mean, I tell you what. Rick, Rick he admitted He's got a hammer it. on him. He's, that's what Tommy Dreamer <laughs> said. He said he's got a hammer on him. I said, oh, wait a Tommy, minute. A hammer, eh? Tommy admitted that it happened. Everybody admitted that part is true. But the only thing that becomes questionable is being forceful. Mm-hmm. Not everybody agrees that he did it. Yeah, I don't. And I, I don't mean, see Rick. I really don't see Rick forcing himself on anybody. He's probably like, "Oh, do you sure? You sure you don't? Are you sure? All right, well then I'm gonna go over here, and then that's that." You really telling me Rick Flair doesn't have options? Even if it's like a one female playing, there's a man that'll you know do some stuff for him. I, I mean, that, that's kind of how I, I think you and I, Moses, are pretty much on the same page on it. I mean, my thing is, I think it's questionable if Ric Flair deserves to be canceled. My, I don't know about hell, that. Maybe he needs to be canceled just because he's so damn old and just needs to go home and retire. Um. And but his daughter if, needs to stop going over. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Um, but one of my biggest questions is, did Tommy Dreamer deserve to be suspended indefinitely? No. For a opinion that he had over something that happened almost 20 years, years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, 19 motherfucking years ago. Not just that, but I mean, damn, how you got to also put in consideration that over half of these people have had heart attacks, strokes, uh, fucking concussions up the ass, how countless parties that they've been to, like, how much can they really remember? No, I'm with you on that, but at the same time, though, too, they. I think the one thing we pointed out is this was 19 years ago. Yeah. There was many of things different 19 years ago. I mean, we got told we were the sensitive generation. Now, fuck, Tommy Dreamer said it himself. His double ponytail is offending somebody. <laughs> somebody is offended about something. <laughs> I wear boots and shorts every day. I guarantee you that offends somebody. Yeah. And regardless of... How you spin it? There could be fucking vid, uh, you know, a, a fucking video camera footage that comes out, and all you see is fucking, you know, Rick's hammer swinging around, and he gets up close, tries to hug the lo- young lady, and then walks away, and everybody's gonna be like, "He didn't do shit," and then we're all gonna look stupid. But it, it's like I mean, everybody's jumping, like how you're saying, everybody's jumping. We don't know, we weren't there. Yeah. Just, but think logically, in of all the motherfucking people. Of all the motherfucking people, you're going to tell me Rick, by God, Flair, is going to force himself on anybody. Yeah, I mean... Just incredible, sure. I mean, that's terrible of me to say that. There's some other factors to consider uh, with this cancel culture. Is it going to affect uh, Charlotte Flair? 
is it going to affect Andrade? Flair, sure. Charlotte, I guess, will. It, it, she's going to definitely get some kind of backlash. She's going to have to, especially after that promo walkout. And Andrade, if he gets any fucking heat, it's stupid. He's just banging well, his well, fucking I mean, daughter. Like, the fuck? Well, it's not just that. I mean, considering how much they do work together, they they do videos together, they work together, they train together, they, you, you know what I mean? Uh, Rick is traveling with Andrade to all these events that he's going to and working. So, I mean, it it could affect him. I'm pretty sure all he did was the one to Mexico. I don't remember all about all these other events and some shit like that. But I mean, like, in what way, like, there's no way Andrade is going to get hurt by this. And if he does, that's fucking stupid. Absolutely stupid. Uh, Charlotte's going to get backlash because her last name is Flair. That's the only reason she's going to get some backlash. Um, I, I was fuck. I, one of the dudes in the in the RWT was like, "Oh well, the, don't be surprised if this means that she's you know going to have to lose the belt or whatever." And I'm like, "Okay, like I don't know if it's going to go that far." I I, I just well, hate that it, when it comes to the title belt. It, at the same time, um, could that could this dark side of the ring episode be the reason why a few hundred people allegedly left during her segment Monday on Raw? How would they uh, have known? Wasn't that segment per, uh, before the fucking dark side? When yeah. was dark side? Thursday. Dark side oh. was Thursday last oh, last week. Thursday. Yeah, so Raw would have happened afterwards. Oh, well. Yeah. I, okay, yeah, that if happened you're... this Monday. Hey, if you're walking out of a fucking show during a Charlotte promo and you're going to blame it on what her dad did 19 years ago, keep buying your tickets because you're a fucking idiot and the, the well, company I mean, needs your money. Now, but I, that's stupid as shit. Like, we, that's we dumb. Don't, well, okay, but here's the thing. I, I, we don't even know if how true if, you know, 700 or 1,500 people walked out. During Monday Night Raw, it from everything that I'm seeing, it seems to be pretty true that a lot of people did leave during the Alexa Bliss, uh, Charlotte Flair segment on Raw. Well, yeah, it's Alexa Bliss uh, in the fucking seven eight months she's on this stupid run with this gimmick. Has I have I said a damn good thing about it? No, it's but, shit. It's crap. It's but, ass. It's the bathroom the break why, match. The reason why I think it was because of Charlotte and not Alexa is because Alexa was top sales in merch that day. They're buying the shit out of her merch. Hey, check this out. This was 1999 and she no. rocked a bikini. I'd buy all her merch too. <laughs> I'm just saying she's hot. Of course I'm going to buy the merch. You're going to go buy a Lily doll because of that? <laughs> not now. I'm not gonna go buy the merch now. That's what, kind what of I'm saying. Moron, I mean, do you take me for? At at the show, the number one merch sold was the line of Alexa Bliss. That means he probably like, ran out of cool shit. That's what happened. Uh, um, but <laughs> I mean, who knows? I mean, who knows? I'm the worst. <laughs> well, that's the selling point. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh God, I. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just it sucks to you know what I mean. Like to get back to 
Dark Side of the Ring that are goddamn heroes or perverts. Mm. Well, I kind of knew that, but I didn't think it was going to be that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you old fuckers really can't keep it in, can you? So I know you guys uh, ran through Dynamite. How was uh, I want to get initial reactions on the the D Bry match or the Bry? What we call him the B the B Dry? Dry. He's a goddamn B Dry. I mean, right after the match, I almost took up smoking again. Yeah, it, was that, <laughs> it was that fucking good. It <laughs> was that did, damn good. See, did y'all see my post in uh, Max? Yes, the, that's where I just got it from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn, boy. No, it, it, uh, uh, after, after watching all of Grand Slam, you needed that after sex cigarette. Uh, <laughs> and a excellent fucking show. Uh, the was it? I felt like it was um, Okada and Osprey in there a little bit. Or no, pause. Not uh, Okada and Osprey. Uh, Okada and Omega. The time limit draw. Felt mm-hmm. gave me a whole lot of hints of that from the jump. Um, I was already yelling. I was screaming. I was like, "This is easy. Like five and a quarter. Five and a quarter. No problem." Watch Uncle Dave give it, like, nine stars. This is the greatest match I've ever seen in all my freaking life. And I swear to God, if it's over five stars, I kind of might want to ridicule him a little bit. But still, it was oh, fucking Mel- banger. going to take all the fucking stars. He's going to, oh, they deserve 97 stars. <laughs> 43 stars. It would have been 98, but it wasn't in Tokyo. There you go. No, 99 for Tokyo. <laughs> Um, yeah, just a kick-ass way to open a show, and like Punk said, how the fuck do you follow that? You don't. You send me out there to jabber draw. Yeah. <laughs> Great <laughs> call. Um, give, give him a breather, but also give him CM Punk. Now, here is one thing about uh, Dynamite that we did not take. The new uh, stage. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the LED board. I asked Teddy P. I said, hey, since you're the only one that watches the E, how's that one compare? And he just fucking died of laughter. <laughs> Absolutely died of laughter. Oh, man. I'm telling you, when Daniel Bryan, Brian Daniel, damn it. Brian Danielson. When Brian Danielson and came out, my head began to hurt something fierce. Because he has the same... His, it's the first time we've seen him in his ring gear in AEW. Well, it's the same damn colors that he used in WWE. So it looked like WWE Daniel Bryan. Well, but he's worn similar gear H- everywhere else, too. Well, I know, but still, it, I, it, just seeing it for so long in WWE, that's just... and Yeah, outsider coming in. Other people, looking at other people from... That was it in WWE going to AEW. They kind of switch it up more than Daniel Bryan did. But anyways, so with the, it, it, it just felt like a hybrid show. It felt like it was an AEW, WWE show. It's like the two just, two worlds collided from the stage. It looked like a WWE stage and an AEW stage just thrown together then you had the daniel bryan looking like daniel bryan going up against kenny omega and i'm like that's AEWWE together but everything changed once once the match started going 
that thought press that thought process just went out the window so fast oh if he'd have come out in his furry gear from like wrestlemania 30 oh my god <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit i would have popped <laughs> No, it was it. It's great. My my wife's turn around. She's like, "Who the is that? Who I think it is?" And then I was like, "Yeah, kind of." And she's like, "But I thought you said he was like he was retired." I, was like, I didn't say he was retired. I said he's on this show now. She's like, "You didn't say that." She's like pushing me over out of my fucking computer chair. <laughs> I gotta see. <laughs> the people tried so fucking hard to chant, "Kicking, he's gonna kick your fucking head in," and no, they could see? not get on rhythm. They, 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 I just thought they didn't catch on to it. No, I don't think you could, like, if you watch the crowd, like, there's like 12 people trying so hard, and they're even off key, and they're like 12 people, like, right next to each other. Maybe my volume was too low, because I saw Brian, like, motion to the crowd, he's gonna get his fucking head kicked, and I thought, they're gonna do it. Oh, they didn't do it. Oh, no, he, yeah. they were trying. They just, they, the rest of the crowd was like, what? Oh, we're not supposed to just say yes? <laughs> no, damn it. Stop but saying this, yes. Just a yes guy. No. <laughs> hey, Change Desi, no. What do you think of uh, Nia Jax injuries? Well, sucks to be here, nerd. <laughs> there you go. Great answer. That's my best answer ever. Yeah. It's. It's. I can't think of it. There, there is a joke in there somewhere, but I can't find the perfect one. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not her hole. <laughs> it's like Pikachu getting lightning shipped up his ass. Oh man! <laughs> oh, the karma. <laughs> the karma is so beautiful. I always say it's not nice to laugh when wrestlers get injured, but you know it is kind of karma. Uh, okay, yeah. bullshit! Don't yeah, don't no, tell me that shit. Karma. Did you guys? Karma is no longer in WWE. I was just going to say, tell me you didn't fucking die of hysteria when you saw Arn Anderson fall off the apron. Talk I was about confused. fucking, we're not supposed to laugh when wrestlers get hurt. I was like, oh no, oh my fucking arms down. <laughs> oh, we popped crazy in TSK fucking goddamn. Fletch was like, oh, check out Rusty. Oh, Rusty's down. <laughs> Somebody go get Rusty. Uh, it made me, I, I hated that he got back up on the ring just to get knocked back. I was just like, you already know you can't make that gut around that fucking post, man. You didn't give a shit. Damn. Um, all right. We have two promable matches this week. We also have a big announcement for you. Plus, not-so-extreme rules predictions. Um, so, let's kick things off, I think, with the first of our two promable matches. In this week's promable... Moses has fired shots before against Chris, and now they will finally lock up for the first time. The former promo champion, Moses Marquez, versus the current Mr. I Am Bank moneymaker, Chris Durham. Hit it. That's a hundred in the works. We the top to finish first. Whole squad curse. Minus touch on every verse. Count it a hundred of these. Like no malice and push your teeth. 
I'm backed by popular demand. The guy some of you all love to hate, and everybody else's favorite trash talker, Money Maker Chris. Promo Bowl 2021. Now, the Promo Bowl is very, very special to the Money Maker. I made my debut at last year's Promo Bowl. I walked out as one of the winners. Now, I may not have won the promo title at Promo Series, but I made a lasting impact, letting everybody know that Moneymaker Chris is here to stay. And I'm back again in the Promo Bowl. And my opponent this year is Moses Marquez. <laughs> the same Moses Marquez that walks around here thinking he's the shit, when all actuality he's full of shit. And they got medication for that. On all that constipation and stuff, not a good look, not a good thing. The same Moses Marquez that went on the Max Wrestling Podcast and ran his mouth about the moneymaker. The same Moses Marquez that tried to devalue my Iron Bank contract win. He was in the same competition, and he didn't get the job done. Don't be mad because my intellect is so much better than yours, you big dummy. Where's Fred Sanford at when you need him? As a matter of fact, he's right here. The same Moses Marquez that showed up at Promo Slam and lost both of his titles. Walked in Moses two belts, walked out Moses no belts. Spent all that time worried about little old me. Guy wasn't even on the card. And lost both of his titles. So spent more time worried about his competition. Karma showed up on that day and hit him hard. Kind of wish you had the Iron Bank contract case now, don't you? But see, I didn't just show up here today for regular promo competition. No, 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 no. I showed up looking for blood. Looking for your blood, Mo. Because I'm not going to stop until the blood of Moses Marquez is dripping from this baseball bat. After I bust your head into the white meat show. Let me say that a little louder since you seem to be hard of hearing. I'm going to bust your head until the white meat shows. You think this is a game? I ain't show up here today to play games. If you want to play games, go buy a PlayStation or an Xbox. See, you thought you were going to run your mouth about the money maker and I wasn't going to respond. No, 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 no. I just sat back and I waited for the perfect time to strike. And what better time than the promo bowl? Kept poking the bear. Kept poking the bear. Well, the bear showed up today and he's ready to strike. See, I've seen guys like you. Nothing but hype. You know who you are? You're the Dallas Cowboys of Max Wrestling. Sure, all the great accomplishments, all the glitz and the glamour, king of the mic, promo title, knowledge title, you've done it all. But at the end of the day, you're nothing but hype. And you're not as good as you think you are. That's okay. Because see, the moneymaker, at the end of the day, is a loving, kind individual. And I bought you a present. So I'm going to be advancing to the next round of the promo ball. And you, my friend, you can choke on these. Keep my name out your mouth. It won't end well for you. That being said, moneymaker Chris, cashing out.
promo bowl. Your former promo champion here. Ready to cut on the man known as CD. You know what? I'm not even going to lie. I've kind of been chomping at the bit for this one. And some think, you know, because the guy is good. Others feel differently. Others say other things. I'm part of the others. I don't think you're very good. I think you're a flash in the pan that has the right people behind him. I can't bitch. I can't complain because I remember when I was that guy had the right people behind him. But see, the difference between you and me, CD, is how you evolve, baby. After each and every one of my matches, after each and every one of my losses, I adapt. You know, and then people love to come around and they love to say stupid stuff. You know, like, apparently the best promos are one from inside your car. Reality is, is, is I can cut a promo on you either inside my car, outside my car, while I'm doing the dishes, or even while I'm taking retro notes. The point is, it's not a matter of where I cut my promos, it's how I cut my promos. So it's all a matter of how I cut my promo on you, not where. Not to be determined by some dumb location. But CD, I want you to hear me. Like, I'm sure I won't hear you because you're going to have a mask on your face. The reason I'm chopping at the bit to finally get a one-on-one. -on -one because I feel like I'm that old vet that needs to take you to the woodshed and teach you a thing or two. CD, I'm here to serve you. A warm glass of milk with a big old piece of humble pie. CD, you walk around here like you're the fucking end-all be-all. You call yourself the money maker, but I haven't seen you make a dime here in the promo order. You think you can just show up, show out, and then you go on and claim that no one is on your level no one is in your league. I remember being that guy once. It didn't get me very far. But let's be straight for a second. Your level CD is the rookie level. It's easy level. You play in the minor leagues. T-ball. While I play in the majors. But don't worry. I'll call you up for today. I, you can thank me for this lovely opportunity. As now you have yet again another main event on another great episode of Max Wrestling all thanks to your opponent and not you CD you're going to learn two things you're going to learn never to put yourself above the competition and you're going to learn to learn from your losses because that's what's going to happen you're going to go home with a loss. But you see, CD, I'm not much of a stats and facts kind of a guy. 
But your record is three and three. One of your wins came against a guy that didn't show up. One of your other wins came from a guy everybody's beaten. And your only other win shouldn't have been one. You know it. I know it. Sutcliffe knows it. But CD, you know what? After all that, I want to leave you with something. Besides this experience and this learning lesson. Or learning experience. I don't ever want you to walk into any other promo situation or any life situation thinking that you're gonna walk in and immediately go to the top briefcase or not what i want you to learn from this the most cd is how to adapt because that is the only way you're gonna survive in this promo league taking this l learning from it adapting and most importantly not being afraid of a challenge. But Chris, if I can call you Chris, allow me to leave you with a consolation prize. Ladies and gentlemen, the Statman. Look at some stats here. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's the money maker, all right. That's, uh, that's the guy they call Chris Terrell. Okay. All right, let's take a gander at all of those. Okay. Three and three. What the fuck? Hmm. But why is he so feared? Holy shit, that's why. Hmm. Time to crunch the numbers. You know what? Old school, maybe. Basic of a layout is one would say, and then uh, yeah, we'll get some algorithms. We have CD on the left, and uh, well, that guy wrote this. But anyway, so 50%, 55%, 2020 Promo Bowl Champion, Promo Bowl Finalist, Iron Bank Holder, <clears throat> also for your draft. Holy shit, two-time promo champ, two-time knowledge champ, 
two-time triple crown winner. Lost to me and Fiddle. This guy just holds a grudge all the time. Beat the Durham Rome and Okay, speaking of holding grudges. Alright, so normally you got a 50-50 chance of beating a guy like Moses, okay? So here's the thing about Moses. He's a promo artist. So that's more of like a 75-25. But he already beat you. So it's more of like 820. And so the final analysis shows. Alrighty then, voting will be open for both matches at the same time, just like last week. Uh, also because Moses missed it at the start of the show, congratulations to DC and the Phoenix for their wins. Oh shit, DC, boy, come out of nowhere, I see you alright, I like it. <laughs> um, I also said at the start of the show, I was going to open the show with this huge announcement, but um, I wanted to wait till Moses was here too, so well, wait me- no longer, ladies and gentlemen. Um, some, somebody play my music. It's a big week. On Max Wrestling, a huge week. We got Moneymaker Chris Durham versus El Jefe. We got the Demoness versus the Iris. First ever all-female promo bout. And we are well on our way to promo series in November where I bring Robert Davis out of retirement for one last ride. I don't think any of you understand how proud I am to finally have this match with Robert. And to be his final opponent. Because I have all the respect in the world for Robert. And to be his final opponent means the world to me. There's absolutely no question. We both had a lot of personal battles to fight last year. And that's part of why I'm so excited to face him. You see, Robert, to me represents life. He is a warrior of no comparison. He represents strength. And now he's set to face my alter ego, The Shape. Now, when I first brought back The Shape, it was all about one thing, regaining my world championship, which The Phoenix took away from me. And it's fine. You know what? Here's your announcement. The world title right now is the least of my concerns. You can keep the world title. Whoever's got it. Phoenix, Chad, Moses, whoever. You could have the world title. Because my world 
is about to change. Let's go. Oh yeah, man. Fuck yeah. So so that's what I was doing this morning. Um fucking mad congratulations. Yeah, Jew WrestleMania week. Oh hey, calm down there, Miz. <laughs> fucking man. beautiful. I've had to keep that a secret for like what is it, ten weeks? Part, that's <laughs> what you need to do, bro. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> Wake the fuck up. They uh Dazzy just announced that they're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> what kind that, of demon is yelling yay? What kind of bullshit? That's going on <laughs> the show. <laughs> oh yeah, the yay. Hey, <laughs> Amber. You just made the show. <laughs> just like, I got a promo on the show, dumb shit. Yeah, hell? we got the promo too. Um, all right. On that bombshell, we I wanted to set us up on a high because now we're going down to extreme rules. Oh, uh, man, why did you got to rip away my happiness like that? <laughs> Jesus Rip Christ. it away. Uh, I say extreme rules. There is one extreme rules match. The fuck? I mean, yeah, you know what they're going to do all tomorrow right. on SmackDown, but there's literally one so far. Roman and uh, the demon. The demon. Mm. Okay, so let's kick it off with uh, completely random. Liv Morgan versus Carmella. I I mean I say it's random. I literally haven't been following storylines, so it's random and terrible. That's it's just random okay. and terrible. Um, uh, Liv, Liv Morgan like. Broke her nose or something last week. Okay, I think there you was think? something. I I completely missed the segment, but all I know was uh, Carmella was like standing on the ramp, holding her face with uh, Zelena Vega, and Liv Morgan was like, "I'm gonna break your nose again." <laughs> Oh, shit, again. <laughs> it's, it's like that goofy meme I'll fucking do it again <laughs> um, I'm just gonna shoot from the hip Liv Morgan for the win Yeah I'm kind of with you on that one Yeah right. uh, My my logic is this Zelina Vega is just getting The shit end of the stick And they're doing her dirty And if Carmella's was her, then she's going to get the shit in of the state with it. So I'll go live Morgan as well. Has, has Zelina won one match since she came back? Uh, yeah, I think it's just been one. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I think she got a win over who was it? Hell, I don't know. Well, see, that's how you know it wasn't important. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They're not. I mean, she was scheduled for a match, and and she was gonna dedicate the match to her father that died in nine eleven the mm-hmm. night before, 
or the anniversary of 9-11 in New York City. And they completely pull it from the card. Yeah, the fuckers. Absolutely fuckers. (laughs) Yeah, they really don't give a fuck about her. The assholes. Let's say that's some dickhead shit. Uh, Okay, triple threat match, potential good, good match. Uh, Damian Priest defending the U.S. title against Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. Sounds like somebody gonna get hurt. Oh yeah, that's gonna Damian be a stiff one. Priest retain. Yeah, I mean, Jeff was chasing the twenty four seven title a couple of weeks ago. I was just about to say, you get an award, the Mister DUI, right here. <laughs> well, they awarded the Usos. Oh yeah, fucking it's true. You're not wrong. <laughs> God damn it. Um, no, Damian Priest keeps it, or at least fucking should. So, let's say him. Let's hope for him. Yeah, I'm. I'll be honest, I have no idea how this match came about, but, well, whatever. Um, is, is Jeff and Seamus still feuding over Jeff's alcoholism, or? How dare you run me over with a car like a year plus ago? <laughs> like, what happened to <laughs> And Jeff's like, I ain't been drinking, man. Elias! He says, he says but I wasn't, <laughs> oh yeah, Elias was the one that was hammered and knocked you on the ground. Well, Elias is dead. Evidently. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. They stopped with those vignettes. So don't, don't you know, know that nobody in WWE dies, okay? Didn't it's, fucking homeboy get eaten by a shark and showed up the next week? Yeah, it's, in, it's impact to kill people off. Yeah. The karate man ripping your own heart out. <laughs> that That's why the Elias gimmick is dead, because Booge came in and just completely killed it. <laughs> Not wrong. He does exactly what I do, only better. <laughs> this is exactly uh, what I do, only better. <laughs> so, a full house for Priest. Yep. Um, speaking of the Usos, they be defending the SmackDown tag team titles against the Street Profits. I was actually just thinking uh, this week, I haven't heard of the Street Profits for a long time. I was just going to say, where the fuck these guys been? Uh, yeah, I had no idea where to go on this one. Uh, it's gotta still be the Usos. I mean, aren't they? They're running around with Roman still. They got the whole tribal gimmick thing happening, so you gotta make them look strong. Plus, this is non-extreme rules, which yeah. doesn't make any fucking sense. Make make it a table match tomorrow. So Duh, there's only two it. matches with some sort of stipulation. Yeah, uh, a triple threat. I mean, a triple threat. There's gonna is be no DQ. Sort of oh yeah, yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah. No DQ by default. Yep. As long as long as Randy Orton don't show up and put a screwdriver through Jeff Hardy's game, oh, I man. think I'll be okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh thanks for the fucking okay, visual, okay. asshole. Oh uh, man, I'm sorry, but I'm traumatized over that. I was like, re-traumatized now. Crazy. It still goes through me. No pun intended. Mm mm. All right. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go with Usos to retain. Um, because I do have a bold prediction for Rome. No, is it Roman? Not Roman. I do have a bold prediction for the next one. Though. So your next one is the one I think it is, and me too. <laughs> so full house for Usos? Yes, yeah. sir. All right. Next one, we have Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss. Uh, 
Ah, the Raw yeah, Women's dude. Championship. Um, I mean, we talked about Rick earlier and how the backlash can kind of bounce back onto Charlotte. I honestly don't think it will because my bold prediction is um, for Charlotte to retain against Alexa, Becky to retain against Bianca. They switch in the draft. Bianca beats Charlotte. And then at Survivor Series, it'll be Bianca versus Becky. Bianca wins that. Then she's pinned all four horsewomen. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to write serious. all that on a whiteboard because that's a lot of information. I was just going to say, I was like, I have my whiteboard right here. Let me get my pin. <laughs> wow, so, okay. <laughs> so basically, Charlotte, I see what you mean by your fucking, like, your whole bold prediction. Yeah. Holy fuck. Okay. Uh, my mind's melted. <laughs> I was just going to say Alexa because, you know, Ric Flair backlash. <laughs> That'll, that'll, be, that'll be the name of next year's backlash. We had WrestleMania backlash. Now we got Flair backlash. Oh yeah, Flair's backlash. Like what the fuck? <laughs> you got a dude doing a helicopter underneath you <laughs> as you're coming out of the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going oh, to hell. Boy. This is TV mature, by the way, people. <laughs> Enjoy. This is totally okay. not safe for work, but you can totally just do us at work and just when they start laughing, just say it's some Christian shit. I don't know. Um, that's one for Charlotte, one for Alexa. Travis, what do you say? Uh, screw it. I'm going to go Alexa. Gotta be All right. <laughs> Usually I can, I can convince people with my crazy schemes, but they don't seem to pan out, so good call. <laughs> I mean, it was very elaborate. It made me yeah. start thinking. Uh, okay, well, we may as well go to the other women's title match then because you've already got my prediction. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the SmackDown women's title. Yeah, stay Becky. Yeah, it has to be Becky. I don't say nothing else. No other reason. Yeah, and I gotta say, she has fully settled back into her character now, too. Love it. Oh, yeah. It's getting better. Slowly yeah. but surely. A little bit. There was a little bit of rust, but she, she's got there. Mm-hmm. Somewhat yeah. looking forward to the pay-per-view to see her actually really working. Because you know me. I'm not watching. I'm highlighting. And highlights don't do shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly only really interested in Becky and Bianca's feud right now. Yeah. Demons watered down as shit. Oh, yeah. And so I don't give a you, ass about that. Are we going to be feeding the demons to Roman now? Mm-hmm. Okay, main event. Uh, oh, well, before we go to main event, Travis, you saying Becky, too? Yeah, I mean, you said that that's the only few that you care about. Yeah. It's one of the worst ones that I've seen going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> like, Hot garbage, I baby. The, I don't know what the hell they're doing with becky but i saw a stupid shit her little the the stupid contract signing last week and it just sucks so bad that'd do yeah it's not a great storyline i'm only interested in it because becky's finally getting back to herself is she though (laughs) 
Well, I mean, she friggin' might drop the crowd. Oh. I, le- I left oh. my baby at home for you people. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just don't like it. I, I guess I'm just just don't like how she came back, and it kind of yeah. painted thing. I'm I, I'm probably the only person in the world that still hates Bianca. Oh wow. I, I right. don't know what it is. I just think she's just not quite there yet for me. Really? Trav, yeah. Trav, Trav doesn't get it. I thought Trav gets it. Trav don't get it. <laughs> well, maybe it's not for me to get. Hey, okay. <laughs> Cutty All right, main events. Uh, possibly. It's the only Extreme Rules match booked for Extreme Rules so far. Roman Reigns versus the Demon Finn Balor, uh, and of course we have Brock kind of watching from a distance with watching. that ponytail. In my ass, that's why it's an Extreme Rules match, so he can get involved and right and <laughs> let him fucking win. So you know I'm, what? That'd be great. I might mind. actually pop for that for fucking Roman for Roman to get his ass beat by Brock. And then Finn to win, just so fucking Brock can absolutely murder Finn Balor <laughs> and take the title right back. I actually don't hate it. I kind of love it. Okay, I'm, well, you took it the other way that a minute. <laughs> from from what I understand, obviously Roman and Brock is booked for Crown Jewel. Sorry, yep. Blood Money, Blood Money Six or whatever uh, next month. Maybe. It's currently only listed as a singles match. So I'm assuming it's still going to happen even if Roman loses the title. Oh, is it going to be a Heyman on a pole match? <laughs> <laughs> they have to find um, a pretty big pole, Brug Dog. Pretty big pole. There, there's got to be a Heyman turn at some point. Yeah, yeah, there has to be. God, why do I keep not thinking about that? Probably because I don't give a shit, but still. I, I just love how... Uh, Heyman goes on a defensive like when Roman said he knows what's going on and Heyman's like, no, 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 please, my tribal chief, listen to me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Such chief. a kiss-ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, just Lord. the audacity of being interviewed, like, what's Brock Lesnar up to? Is it, I'm not Brock's advocate anymore. Right? Like, why the <laughs> fuck are you asking me? Ah. Uh, um, so yeah, that, that it it doesn't really throw a spanner in the works that they've already booked that match because it obviously card subject to change. It doesn't have to be for the title, and it's currently listed as just a singles match. Um, however, I don't see Heyman turning on Roman now, and like we said, Brock's probably going to interfere. So I don't see Finn winning the title. Unfortunately, uh, title stays on Roman. Roman Brock becomes for the title. Either through a draw or a win, like in, I mean, you can't really. I say you can't really have a no contest in an extreme rules match. I bet you WWE could. I was about to say, didn't they have one with Seth and the Fiend? Yes. Uh, fuck that shit. And Roman and Braun in a cell. Oh, fuck that shit too. (laughs) Fuck that shit. The hell. Yeah, I got. I'm. I'm going Roman. 
Yeah, tribal chief. I've been saying it for fucking months. The only guy that's going to beat him is, is his Uncle Dewey. Mm. Uh, and the good news is we only have seven years left of the Saudi Arabia deal. Yeah, well, holy fucking shit. Seven goddamn years. All right, okay. Yeah, thankfully they they haven't extended it because of last year. <laughs> so oh, thank God. Year of the contract. Thank goodness. <laughs> All right, full house. Speaking of speaking of uh, blood money, hey, I when all this uh, uh, plane ride from hell shit started, at first I thought they were talking about when they got held hostage in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought we were getting a full episode on that. And then I found out like 10 minutes later what it was actually about. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. That, that's going to be on Dark Side in 2028 when this deal is done. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and Vince will still be running the show. You know, it's like the same as it was in the 90s, pal. This fucking old fucker. Triple H gets interviewed. I, I saved a day with NXT. You guys remember NXT, right? No. <laughs> We're all fucking old and demented now. Okay. That is Extreme Rules. Well, not so Extreme Rules. All done. And there's only one thing left for us to do this week. That is Promo Bowl match number two. It's historic for two reasons. Number one. It's the debut of Travis's wife, the Iris Amber Anderson. And the one condition of her entering the bowl was if she faced a demoness. Making this, finally, our first all-female match. So sit back and enjoy. I I honestly want to see more. I, I, I don't want this feud to end. Fight forever. Ooh, okay, let's go. Hello, Queen Iris. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Hello, Queen Iris. The queen that is so dying to be queen of Max. But unfortunately, my sweet love, you have to come up with your own gimmick before you act like a demon. But unfortunately for you, my queen, you will never, ever be us. <laughs> You see, mortals, for a long, long time, the demoness has been here for two long years. And I have done everything by my own accord. Had no one writing us scripts because we have our own mind and we are demonic. Unlike you, Queen Iris who decided that you're going to sing 
my own song at me. <laughs> you also addressed the black hearts. But the only reason you even thought of mentioning the black hearts is because of that fake king you call husband. Yeah, Travis, I'm mentioning you. But she was never the king to us. There was one, one king. The real king. And I removed his tongue. And still, he is a bigger king than you ever, ever will be. You see, my sweet Iris, you walked into the wrong garden. <laughs> you also addressed the black cards. You see, me and the collector, individually as ourselves, are invincible. But together as one, we destroy each and every one of you. You see, there are a lot of snakes around these parts. Some of them call shots. Others demand. Now, the demoness has done as she has been asked. But whenever the demon asks for anything, she's told, No! There was one match we wanted. And still it's been denied. You better watch your back shape. <laughs> the only reason you are risen is because of us. If I had not returned the kingpin's tongue, you still would have been ashes. As the sweet phoenix burnt you to death. But here you are again, risen, risen risen but it's not you i have to speak to is it you see queen iris you have no concept you have no idea who i am what i am and what i am capable of and what i can and will do to you my queen I am going to leave your lifeless body as I once did to you when I left Travis dead, when I took his title. <laughs> maybe history will repeat itself again and maybe it'll be him crying over your lifeless body. There is nothing you can do. The black hearts have reigned. The black hearts will reign. I am Travis. And Queen Iris, get your own ideas. You are not demonic. You are no way, shape or form, kings or queens either. <laughs> Queen Iris, your time is up. One, two, the demon's coming for you. Three, four, she's come through your door. Get the words right next time, Queenie. Embrace the madness. Embrace the darkness. Everybody dies. <laughs> You're all dead.
Wrestling and promo fans tuning in worldwide, I'm here to announce that Queen Iris has finally arrived. And I'm here to prove that Demoness is not the baddest bitch around. Yeah, she's one of the best that Max has to offer. And when she cuts a promo, all eyes are on her. But is that because she's the only woman that sticks around to play the game? Or is it because you idiots are actually afraid? See, the difference between me and this fake-ass little queen wannabe is this. It's in my name. Queen Iris. If you idiots paid more attention to other things rather than men getting frisky in latex banana hammocks, I wouldn't have to explain this. But the iris effect is a filming technique where the camera goes into focus on the main character, the star of the show, and everything in the surrounding, people or otherwise, are blurred away. And all you see is the star. That's the iris effect. And that happens to me every single time I walk into a room. This is what's going to happen. You're going to come out and say, Oh, everyone dies. And you're going to kill me. And, you know, the stuff you always say. And all you come. But this is how things will be different for you. You will be cast aside as just a blur. And I will shine bright like the star I am. The demise of the black hearts started with my husband, but I am here to drive the final nail into your coffin. And as for the rest of you, get ready, because there is now a new thing. And I am here to prove that I am the baddest bitch in Mexico. See you guys. Voting is open for both matches. Go to matchwrestling.net slash vote to decide who goes through to the Promo Bowl finals. Voting will close on Monday, the usual time, and will immediately open the second chance vote where you get to decide which two participants will get to re-enter the tournament and face each other on October 7th for a second chance at the finals. So far, your choices will be between Chad Malcolm Ted P. De Nero and Chris Maldonado. And of course, we'll add two more choices out of this week's matches. So, uh, on November 18th, we present Promo Series 6 Justice Day. And believe me when I say the lineup is pure fire. Moses Marquez looks to become a Grand Slam champion as he challenges Chad Malcolm in a promo bout for the Match Wrestling World Championship. Ballsy motherfucker, that boy. Oh, yes. And the Knowledge Championship is also on the line as the Phoenix will defend against the winner 
of the first ever Ring of Games, which takes place on the pre-launch show, where four people will compete in a series of new trivia challenges for the number one contendership. Plus, as you know, the Promo Championship will be on the line in a fatal four-way against the three Promo Bowl champions, whoever they may be. And of course, all three champions also get a briefcase. One will contain a shot at the Knowledge Championship, one will contain a shot at the World Championship, and the other will be a kill switch, which enables them to add themselves to any title match and ban somebody else from competing in title matches. All briefcases must be cashed in before Promo Mania. And finally, first and last time ever, Robert Davis comes out of retirement for one last ride against the Shape. Ooh. It all goes down November 18th, pre-launch show on the 16th. Go to maxrassing.net slash promo series 6 for more information. Oh, the shivers down my spine for that card. My goosebumps have goosebumps. Exactly. And by the way, it's going to be uh, uh, me and three other nerds in the knowledge game. That's just, it's, just know every time there's a knowledge get down, I'm in there. Well, all right. First entrant in the ring of games. Should be a uh, Wait, what? Hey, you what? First entrance, my ass, I was. Oh, yeah, second entrance. Oh, what kind of bullshit? <laughs> Goddamn, Trav. <laughs> okay, we thank you very much for tuning in. Grab some... Actually, you know what? You can have whiskey on me this week. Yeah, uh, we're, we're celebrating. This is the Max Racing Podcast. Remember to like and follow Max Racing on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow us at Max Racing UK on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And also go check us out at maxrassing.net. Follow us on social media at the Captain 512 at MCL92, and at SMRPodNet. Before we tap out and bid you adieu, remember, Twitch makes Vince's dick itch, and everyone on Anchor thinks he's a wanker, including Moses Marquez. That's right, goddamn right, and all that fun stuff on top of that. First and foremost, besides any of the stuff coming out, gigantic congratulations to Daz, you and to your lady. Prayers and good vibes guys. all the way around. I hope nothing but the best for you guys. Hope that hope your youngin is big and strong to the biggest and strongest of the fullest. I hope they each had a house and home. Well, we already know shoot. stuff. There you go. All right. <laughs> See, he's ready to go then. But um, other hopefully, than that... Uh, hopefully... Uh, JF doesn't call your baby fugly. <laughs> I hope he does. <laughs> Hilarious. If he does, then that's how you know MJF is TSK. But uh, speaking of that, if what you need to do is you need to go hit up the, the RWT. You need to go find your, my boy, Robert Davis. Find his TSK links. Join us for the Discord. Every Wednesday, every Friday, we do Rampage. We do Dynamite. Come make some real wrestling friends. Announce yourself on the way in to sweet the boys. Otherwise, you just might get bit by the dogs. Make sure you're voting for me. Obviously, there's no, there's, there's, you have no reason to vote for CD. Zero. Zero reason to vote for CD. Especially after you see this promo. You ain't even going to want to watch his promo. You just be like, oh, the stat man blew me away. That's all you need to know. Make sure you get the votes in for that. And then as for stuff dropping, I have dropped three episodes of Bolt Rant. Um, it's been two game reviews, a game preview this weekend. We got a lot dropping today, later this afternoon should actually drop five things to improve on going into week three. There's going to be a week three, uh, what is it? A preview. And then of course for retro, oh my Lord, retro's out. There should be, it's, I want to say it's October 21st, 1996 raw nitro. 
the go home show to Halloween Havoc 96. And then bam, Monday drops Halloween Havoc 1996. All good. Like there you go. Sting is back, by the way, for those retro nerds who can't wait. You don't know what episode this is. Sting returns. The Crow Sting returns. Get excited. And I don't know who Mike's been talking to this week because it's his week off. But we also have, of course, Travis on the show this week. And I'm going to let him uh, remind you what his Twitter handle is. Because he forgot. <laughs> oh, damn. I'm so... Uh, wait, Trap forgot too. I think it's T A underscore Walker ninety two. I don't know. I think it's Walker. I think it's Walker, Walker underscore T A ninety two. Walker underscore T A ninety two on Twitter. And also after not this weekend, but next weekend, hopefully we'll have some new plugs for the show. Oh damn right. Bring on the plugs. Sign me up. I'm going to be uh, going to a show, got uh, front row VIP with meet and greet with the the entire, every person on the card. And it's a huge card. Um, But I'm looking to get some uh, plugs from the international superstars. Um, Buddy Murphy. Nice. uh, Thought maybe we could get new. I was thinking we could get a new video plug from Shane Taylor. Yeah. Um, Caprice Coleman, uh, Rock and Roll Express. Hell yeah. It, it's a huge. Yeah. The Express of Rock it, it, and Roll. It's a really so if you get the Rock and Roll Goddamn Express, I will <laughs> pop something fierce. <laughs> um, I think you may have seen them, uh, the Dawson brothers. I think they're on the NWA. Power, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna be there. They're uh, AML Originals. That's where they got their start. Um, got George South gonna be there. I mean, Ooh, they, okay. it, the list just goes on, man. I mean, it's a huge, huge card. I've heard rumors of Chris Bade coming back and gonna be there as a little surprise entrant in one of the matches. What it, it's gonna be done on a baseball field. And they're doing a uh, kind of like the Casino Battle Royale in AEW. But instead of suits, it's the bases. So they're going to have groups on each base. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. And hopefully I get a whole bunch of new plugs for the show. Sweet. And join us next week. Oh, it works this week. Um, <laughs> there's no promo ball match next week. We have a little bit of a breather, a little bit of a gap. Um, and of course, you get to vote for the second chance. So don't forget to vote for the winners of these two matches this week uh, before Monday. And then from Monday to Thursday, you got to vote for, well, actually, yeah, maybe we'll just do the free days on that one too. From Monday onwards, you can vote for the second chance. Um, there's no pay per view next week. I don't think we got any predictions. So yeah, join us next week for whatever the hell may happen in the following seven days. This was episode... (laughs) Yeah, probably more dynamite. Uh, This was episode 341. We will catch your ass down the open road. And that's the bottom line. Goodbye. And good night. Bye.
Hey, Chad, you better practice your goddamn promos in the mirror because I'm coming for the girls. Not the guys. Baby Dazzy. Hashtag mania, baby. There we go. <laughs> there you go.